To the barbecue show brought to you by Al's Nest Barbecue. We've got Aaron Carver in the studios tonight producing and directing the uh, Facebook side of the show. Jeff Maxwell is at his house monitoring the chat room in Facebook, welcoming everybody and entertaining everybody with his wit and repartee. And uh, we'll be uh, simulcasting on WGOW Talk Radio 102.3 here in Chattanooga in just about, oh, two or three minutes we'll be calling in, so y'all just bear with us. Rod Gray is on the show tonight from um, Kansas, Pellet Envy. If you're in the barbecue community, you know Rod, uh, great guy, uh, smart guy, successful guy, a really cool guy, and um, we're going to be talking to Rod. We're going to try to get Rod to uh, kind of transcend, so to speak, uh, professional barbecue, competition barbecue into backyard barbecue practices, organization skills, uh, flavors, uh, 
uh, meat profiles, flavor profiles, uh, meat tenderness, and things of that sort kind of kind of help us uh, us that, that do mostly backyard stuff. Uh, you know, maybe get some tips from uh, somebody like Rod Gray who has reached the pinnacle in barbecue, and uh, always helpful hints. And then the second part of the show, we've got local barbecue sensation David Bacon will be here. And uh, David did a brisket cook last week. He gave me he gave me a call and um, said we, we talked about brisket a little bit because everybody says I am the brisket whisperer, right? And we, we I gave him some suggestions and uh, he put them to use. And uh, we're going to go through that cook and we're going to talk about uh, brisket tonight in the second part of the show. So it ought to be a uh, an interesting conversation. And what's so cool about it now is you can call two six seven. 1023-423-267-1023, and you can be on the show live. Aaron, go ahead and um, call the studio. We'll get, we'll get Joe on the line. What's up, Kent? Daddy Dutch? We have to call the radio station. Then we have to turn around and call Rod Gray, get everybody in line. Now, our producer does a sports show. Hey, babe. What's up? Not much. Mm-hmm. Um, let me put you on hold. Make sure you can still hear. Okay. Okay. Good deal. That's a good idea. Concede the race that he's projected to have lost to Democrat Joe Biden. It's clearly not in his psychological. You good? Got it. Perfect. Hey, did you get the bumper? Did, I... did you get the bumper music I sent you? I did. I did. Yes. I didn't open it. Was it just one song? Uh, yeah. Right. Just one song. All right, we're going to go ahead. Yeah, gonna, I got it. I'm going to go ahead and call my guest and get him ready to go. Okay. All right. Uh, we'll, we'll be on here in go about ahead. three, three, four minutes or so. Good deal. All right, hang on. Electoral vote challenge to 306 projected votes. That state today beginning a hand recount okay. of all of the ballots that were cast in last week's election, about 5 million News is also projecting that President Trump will win North Carolina. There was a deadly explosion today at the VA hospital in West Haven, Connecticut. A hospital hey, employee and a contractor killed. Hey, and three can you hear us okay? Injured. Yeah, Authorities say the blast yeah, occurred at the base of a right, How do I, do I sound okay? Stocks closed uh, yeah, higher today. The Dow up almost 400 a, points. A, You're listening to ABC News. A little bit of echo. Yeah, tonight, mostly clear and cool, but then overnight, low near 43. I'm not going to go away with the high. Tomorrow night, partly cloudy, gusty winds, and a low around 55. For Sunday, a 40% chance of morning hey, showers. Rod, what I'll do By afternoon, mostly sunny, is I'll do a little show up. If you'll just sit there and uh, Sunday night, wait for me to introduce you. Monday, and then you'll know when to come on. I'm Greg Schaefer. On WGOW. I've heard it all. The guy at the other tire store said yeah, they were as good as Michelin. Tough. I'm not going to have this car much longer, so I don't need Michelin. Just hang on. I'd like to have Michelin. Yeah, I'll just hang on. Let me assure you there is no tire as good as a Michelin. You need the best tire, and that's Michelin. At the Midnight Oil on Oodlewonk, we make Michelin tires affordable. Call us at the Midnight Oil, 643-1111. Give us your size and your price. Because the leader in tires is Michelin. Midnight Oil in Oodlewonk. Welcome to the weekend, and welcome to The Barbecue Show with Steve Ray. The Barbecue Show is brought to you by the Alice's Barbecue Supply and Pro Shop in Old Tawas, by the historic Midnight Oil Service Station in Old Tawas, by Michelin Tires, because so much is riding on your time. 
and by all the great barbecue products and supplies at the Owl's Nest Barbecue Supply and Pro Shop. I know you've got questions, and we've got answers. So pick up the phone, 423-267-1023, and let's talk some barbecue. The reviews have been read, and the verdict has been delivered. For value, ease of use, dependability, and great-tasting food, the judges pick the Green Mountain Grill. At the Owl's Nest Barbecue Supply and Pro Shop, we have all three Green Mountain Grills, plus plenty of accessories, plus free assembly and instruction. You'll love the way your food tastes, and the versatility of the Green Mountain Grill is second to none. Get yours at the Owl's Nest Barbecue Supply and Pro Shop in Ottawa. The reviews have been read, and the verdict has been delivered. For value, ease of use, Dependability and great tasting food, the judges pick the Green Mountain Grill. At the Owl's Nest Barbecue Supply and Pro Shop, we have all three Green Mountain Grills, plus plenty of accessories, plus free assembly and instruction. You'll love the way your food tastes, and the versatility of the Green Mountain Grill is second to none. Get yours at the Owl's Nest Barbecue Supply and Pro Shop in Ottawa. I know you've been looking for a place like this, well, so was I. And that's how the Owl's Nest Barbecue Supply and Pro Shop began. The best selection of barbecue rubs, sauces, supplies, and friendly advice in the Chattanooga area. You want a rub that's sweet but not too spicy? You've got it. You want a mustard-based sauce? We've got that, too. Need it? We've got it. At the Owl's Nest Barbecue Supply and Pro Shop in Ottawa. It's where Chattanooga goes to barbecue. This is the best in talk radio. This is the Dave Ramsey Show. Every day I get calls from people in difficult situations. Maybe you've been furloughed. Maybe this crisis has put a strain on your relationships. Or maybe you're just scared. You don't know where to start. Well, I'm here to tell you guys that there is hope. We'll walk with you and show you how to take control of your life and your money right here on The Dave Ramsey Show. The Dave Ramsey Show, weekdays at 1 on 102.3 FM, WGOW. WGOWFM. Talk Radio 102.3. Talk Radio 102.3. That's right. We're going to talk some barbecue tonight. This is Steve Ray coming to you from the Owl's Nest Barbecue Studios in Ultawa. It's the weekend. Let's get the barbecue show going. 267-1023-423-267. That is our phone number. 423-267-1023. If you've got questions, I've got answers to your grilling and live fire cooking this weekend. Our broadcast partner is Backyard Smokers Barbecue on Facebook, the number one destination for questions answers and even if you want to post some pictures and you know do a little bragging go to backyard smokers barbecue on facebook joe varner's in the studio producing the radio side of things aaron carver's here in the owls nest barbecue studio producing and directing the video side and jeff maxwell is your host in the facebook chat room this evening we're in touch so you get in touch too. follow us on facebook instagram and youtube and don't forget all of these shows are on podcast, simply go to your favorite podcast 
destination, and you can find us under Al's Nest Barbecue, 423-267-1023. Let's get right to it. Folks, we got a great guest coming to you right now. Our first guest started in a barbecue just like you and I did. He rose to the pinnacle of success when his barbecue team, Pellet Envy, was named the KCBS Team of the Year. He's been competing on the KCBS Barbecue Tour for more than 15 years. And along the way, he has engineered a barbecue brand that is one of the top teams, top barbecue class operators, and the purveyor of EAT Barbecue, which is a line of barbecue rubs and sauces and also available at my place, Al's Nest Barbecue. The man who is responsible for Robbie Royal's sleepless nights, the one and only Rod Gray. How you doing, Rod? I'm good. Is Robbie sleeping better now? I think he is. I tell you, I, I think it, he is. I think it took years of therapy to get over that. How you doing, man? Good to hear from you. No, no, no. He turned around and won that show the next season. So I, I think he's been sleeping well for a while. I'm doing great, Steve. I'm, I'm excited to be here. Thanks for inviting me. Oh, you bet. It's uh, it's good to have you on, Rod. It's good to have all your products in my store at the Owlsnest Barbecue Store. We've got the complete line of eat rubs and sauces, and and we had a big, um, a big shindig there last weekend. Uh, Rod and I'm, I'm gonna tell you, we moved a lot of your product. It was uh, a real eye opener to watch. A, you know, we had about 40, 50 people go through there, and uh, you know they were scouring all the uh, different rubs we had, and it seemed like everybody gravitated towards your stuff. And uh, we're talking about it. And of course, we had the sample bar open. Everybody was getting samples of it, and uh, it, it was just a, a great time. And uh, I was glad to have your product part of it. Well. Thank you for thank you for including me. It's an honor to be in your store. Uh, it's exciting. It, it energizes me when folks get excited about barbecue and about about my barbecue products. So it's always exciting to hear stories like that. I appreciate it. You bet. Hey, Ron, let's get let's just get right into it. We, uh, you know, in twenty since twenty ten, barbecue has really exploded nationwide, especially in the backyards. And before we get into the methods and flavors, what kind of um, Kind of what? What are the questions and concerns that the backyard cooks come to you with at the schools that you operate? Backyard folks typically ask questions about when are things done, about tenderness, about keeping moisture in their product. Um, some about running fires, although most of the guys with pellets don't ask those questions. But I, I get lots of questions about what you know the best pellet to use and. Um, but most of the questions center around some impatience that a backyard cook has towards getting the product cooked enough to be tender. Um, they're anxious to get it off that pit and, and try it. And, and the number one mistake I think they make is they get in a hurry. Barbecue's done when it's done, unfortunately. The good news is it holds pretty well once it is done. So I try to teach them to, to have more patience, to get started earlier and to, to know that barbecue will hold until they're ready to serve it. You know, that was one of the biggest surprises I had um, when I started uh, doing the competition side of things was how how long you could hold barbecue in the Cambros and how long you could keep it hot <laughs> and still may, and still have a good product. Yeah. It, it was amazing. Yeah. Um, let's, get to, let's get to some grills and stuff. You know, you know it's jammed, Rod. The, the market's jammed with different cookers, uh, pellet cookers, and you, you've seen them all. For for the for the backyard person, what do you what does somebody like you recommend that uh, somebody like like myself that that does most of their cooking in the backyard now? 
Uh, what do you what do you think is the best vessel for that person? Well, this is such a generic answer that it's probably a lot down for most people. But you need to pick a pit to pick your your machinery. You need to pick something that you are excited to cook on, and that you can focus on for a while. I equate barbecue pits to golf clubs. Um, before I cooked barbecue, I played a lot of golf, and and uh, I wasn't very good. But I, I love buying new equipment, and every year I'd, something new would come out because that's the way the industry works, and, and I'd buy it. And finally somebody put their arm on my their hand on my shoulder and said, Rod, stop buying new equipment. You need to learn to work with what you have. That's probably the best thing anybody ever told me in golf, and that's probably the best thing I can tell anybody in barbecue. Whatever it is, um, pick something that you, you get excited to cook on, that you're not going to be straying from and looking for a new pit in six months to a year, and learn that pit. Learn the intricacies of it. Learn the hot spots. Learn the cool spots. Learn how it reacts to wind. Learn how it reacts to cold or rain. And once you master that pit, you'll, you'll turn out amazing food every time. Having said that, a, a more automated pit, Steve, is the best choice for somebody getting started. Um, you know, there's a lot of things to focus on when you're cooking barbecue. So if you, if you cook, if, if you pick a pellet pit, for example, where you just dump a bag of pellets into it, set a temperature and, and that, and, and that cooker takes that off your plate. So you can focus on how the meat looks and getting the meat done and spraying the meat and getting it wrapped and getting it off. That's a great way to start. It's almost like training wheels. And a lot of guys are like, Oh, I want to manage the fire. I got to tell you. I probably would never have been in competition barbecue had it not for pellet, beef or pellet pits. It let me practice so much and so often yeah. and so effortlessly that it's I'm I'm a, I'm a huge fan and always will be. You know the pellet the, the pellet cookers. I just got into them in January, and um, and, and I think it was good that I learned how to manage a fire on on, on a lot of different cookers. But um, on the on the pellet cookers, you can you can focus more on the the product itself. You're not having to worry about messing with the fires and you know, moving them around mm-hmm. and stuff like that. You can really, I think, you can really concentrate on the tenderness of the meat and moving it, moving the meat around on the grill instead of ro- moving wood around in the grill. Oh, I couldn't agree more. In fact, what it lets you do is focus on the meat and, and look at the details. Then when you move on to a pit, pit that takes a little more effort to manage, like a stick burner, you already know what you want your meat to look like. How, you know, you, you know when something's going wrong, if it's turning gray or if it's turning black or if it's got a strange color, and, and, and you can better manage that while you're managing your fire on the other pits. I, I love all kinds of pits. I don't, people don't know this about me, but I cook competition on a traditional offset, a stick burner, since 2007. I still have a pellet pit on my back deck, and I love pellets. And Without pellets, I wouldn't be in barbecue, but... Because of that knowledge I gained from cooking with pellets where I could focus on the meat, mm-hmm. it made me more successful in other pits. I, I can see that. I, I can I can see that easily. What um you know, Pete, we all watch the we watch the shows, Rod. We watch the YouTube channels, and um you know you'll you'll turn on one guy and he's saying you know you need to be cooking low and slow, and then you you click on the next guy and he <laughs> says, man, you need to be you know you need to be doing hot and fast. This that's the new thing and. In barbecue now, we're going to get a brisket. We're going to get a brisket done in a half an hour, and and we're going to be cooking at 450 degrees and whatnot. And people people come into my store and ask me all the time, you know, what what do you do, Steve? And uh, I sure don't I sure don't do low and slow, but man, I sure don't cook at 400 degrees because your window 
of uh, of bad luck opportunity is so is so large at hot and fast and so small at low and slow. If somebody comes to you, Rod. What at your school or one of your classes? What do you what do you tell them? Well, again, it's not a very sexy answer, but I tell them there's more than one right way to cook barbecue. Um, you know, if you're cooking low and slow, yes, it takes you 14, 16 hours to cook a big old brisket um, or a couple of big old pork butts, but your opportunity to screw those up is a lot less than if you're cooking it at yeah. 300 degrees or yeah. 275. It's like taking a curve at 40 mile an hour versus taking a curve at 90 mile an hour. I mean, your odds of success are better the slower you go. Um and, and I think that's one. I think that's the very single one thing about competition barbecue that confuses the backyard cook, the guy who's aspiring to, to cook great food, is they see us, you know, cooking stuff really hot. But what they don't know is the only real reason, in my mind, that that hot and fast cook came about was so guys could get more sleep and feel better on Saturday during turning. Yeah. Um, and I I achieved that by cooking with pellets when I did it. I put my meat on at 6 o'clock on Friday night, but I slammed those doors shut and didn't open them again until 7 a.m. the next morning. But other ways to do that on other pits is to cook it hotter. I think Myron is really, really, truly, I believe that Myron Mixon was the first guy to just to, to really show that off. Cooking at 325, I mean, he'd show up at his cook site at, at 5 a.m. and fire those cookers up and put, start putting meat on at 6 or 7 a.m. And then other guys started trying to emulate that style of cooking other pits. But I'm, I'm a low and slow guy at heart. I understand the hot and fast cook. I understand the reason for it. But I think there's, it's more stressful and less enjoyable to cook that way. I do, too. I, I just, um, you, you know, they, they watch the, um, they'll watch the shows and, um, you know, they'll want to, I guess, emulate the, the people they like. And, um, and, and, I, and I try to tell people, you know, find something in the middle. If, you, you know, if you're, if you're um if you don't want to be there 16 hours, but you don't want to, but you want to enjoy a cook six, you know, six or seven hours, pick 265. Pick the temperature you want, and like you said, those pellet mm-hmm. grills—that's what's perfect about them. You can experiment with different temperatures, and then you know, take a few notes, and then you can uh, create your own timeline, and you can almost, you can almost make the meat cook to the timeline that you want. You're not really held slave to the mm-hmm. meat. Mm-hmm. No, no, you're absolutely right, Steve. You're absolutely right. The one thing I'd say about pellet pits, and I was just on a, a podcast. It was a two-hour pellet forum with about six of us there. The one thing about cooking hot and fast on pellets is the hotter you cook on pellets, the less smoke you get. And that's already one of the knocks of pellet cookers is they're a really light smoke. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's undesirable, but it's light. But if you crank the thing up to 300, 325 degrees, it's going to burn so clean and efficiently, it's going to be very little smoke. Right, but you know, there's ways around it. You can move it up to the top of the smoker, get it towards the, the vent. Uh, you know, there's tubes you can buy. You, can, you know, like you say, you know, yeah, there, you, know, there are all, ways. you know, Rod, you said one thing I, I like. You, you played a lot. Of, I, I played a lot of golf too before barbecue, and uh, you know, the, the old the old uh, saying was you can't buy a game, but you know, in barbecue, you almost <laughs> can buy a game. <laughs> you, <laughs> you can you know? to a point. <laughs> yeah, you um, you know, I try to tell people not to. Um, you know, stay away from the $99 offset at uh, at Walmart and Lowe's mm-hmm. because that's mm-hmm. the one I started on. And, um, and you'll you'll never get that thing to hold temperature. You will it will work you no. to death. 
and uh, you'll be frustrated till you quit. Steve. Yeah, That's yeah, it, 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 it almost turned me quit. away. I said, you know, I said I can't. You know, this is crazy. This will this will take twenty hours to cook. And uh, then you get on YouTube and you see the different cookers and you think that's. I should have saved that hundred bucks and put it towards a, uh, you know, a good uh, four or five hundred dollar um, pellet cooker yep. to start out with. Yeah. Hey, yep. uh, you know, the other big thing is uh, flavor. People love. You know, you know, it's amazing to me the, the the when people come in they look at all the different rubs and and they'll look at everything in the store. And then they'll turn to me and go, "What's your favorite?" And I go, ugh, not that one. I said, don't ask me that. Because, you know, I don't have a favorite. But nobody's got a favorite. Uh, Rod, it's, it's, it's a combination of things. It's, uh, there are people that, use, um, the people that use your sauce, the next best thing, and they'll, and they'll combine it with uh, David Bosca's sauce to make their own flavor profile. Talk a little bit about flavor for the backyard cook that you're not limited to what's in those containers, are you? Oh, of course not. No, no, no. But, but you're you're right. The, you, you mentioned that I teach classes, and for the new guys that come, they're looking for a complete recipe. They want times, temps, details, rubs, sauces. Um, they wanted everything so they can just follow it. Mm-hmm. They don't want to be creative. But creative guys will layer their rubs. You know, they'll they'll pick two or three rubs and and the characters they like the most out of them, and they'll layer them on for their own signature flavor profile i guess oh that was a that was a hot spot word from 10 years ago that nobody likes anymore but mm-hmm. um yeah no it, it, the flavors is li- the flavors are limitless um it's it's based on what you decide you want your profile to be your flavor to be if you like it a little saltier um then you want a more all-purpose rub and maybe you want a little more salt than that although most all-purpose rubs are pretty salty but yeah, I get I, I get messages all the time where people are using my two or three rubs and they're layering them different ways to do different things. Mm-hmm. And honestly, in competition, I have three rubs, Steve, and I used all three of them, but in different ways. You know, my yeah. my black rub, the most powerful stuff is my brisket rub. My zero to zero is my rib rub. Um, on chicken, uh, it's it's sweetness and a little bit of most powerful. And on pork butts, it's fifty fifty zero to hero and most powerful. I'm taking just three products. I'm creating four different flavors on four different meats. Yeah, exactly. and and people exactly. can grab their favorite rubs and do that. And that's that's what's that's what's the fun. That's what makes what I guess barbecue makes it a sport, even for the backyard person, is is finding the different, um, the different recipes, the different, uh, the 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 different rubs to share with each other, and so to speak, to uh, come up with a um, I, you know I call it like a signature. Um, a signature mm-hmm. taste, and I think it's I think it's good to have mm-hmm. a signature taste, even if you're just cooking in the backyard. Um, let's talk about sauces because your uh, your next best thing sauces is, is one of the best sellers in the store, and it is one of the best sauces that we've got. Um, what what goes in when you're making when you're when you were making that sauce, and what went into it? What were you trying to accomplish that you were trying to convey? Uh, to judges, which for us would be our our parents and our relatives and our friends. Well, so the the background on that sauce is it's my competition brisket sauce. So there there are about three things here. One, it's it, it's as Kansas City style as as well of the two. It's it is my Kansas City style sauce. Kansas City is a tomato based sauce with some sweetness, a little mm-hmm. bit of smoke. 
Um, so the, the, the KC style was number one. Two, sweet sauces score better in competition barbecue, on the KCBS circuit anyway. So it, I, needed to, I needed to stay in the profile of a, of a Kansas City Barbecue Society style competition sauce. And three, it needed to complement my brisket. So it needed to be able to stand up to, to bold beef flavor. And those are three things that drove what I created in that sauce. It's, it's thicker and sweeter than my other sauce, IPO, which is thinner, has a twang and is apple cider vinegar based, but still sweet. But, but yeah, the, the, next, the next big thing, that's, that's my best seller in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. And IPO outsells the next big thing over the, almost the rest of the country once they try it. It's really an odd combination of things. I, I put the word a Memphis sauce that defected to Kansas City on my IPO sauce, and people in Kansas City won't buy it. <laughs> but I love both my sauces. I'm very proud of them. I can look anybody in the eye at any time and tell you I use them both in competition. And, but, uh, yeah, it's, the next big thing is a great sauce, and that's how it came about. Well, Rod, I, I tell you, barbecue, I don't, I don't think it's going anywhere. Um, I think it's, I think it's no. going to – I think it, we've, just, we've just hit the uh, tip of the iceberg because, number one, it's, it's fun – um, people that are that cook in the backyard, they like to uh, watch people that compete, uh, talk about their barbecue. Uh, we'll just look at the proliferation of uh, barbecue videos on the social media, uh, the different pages. Mm-hmm. What um, at over at um, at the, at the Eat Barbecue Factory, I guess. What's uh, what's coming down the pipeline with more products from uh, Rod Gray and Eat Barbecue? I love that name, by the so, way. It's, so, it's perfect. It's just thank perfect. you, Steve. That, the EAT name came from the idea of those old neon signs on the on the old two-lane highways for a, a place for a truck stop, a truck to, trucker to stop and grab a bite to eat. That's how it originated, and mm-hmm. then it went somewhere else after we started designing it. Um, I don't have, I mean, I have a lot of different ideas swirling around in my head. When I created that line of rubs and sauces, the idea was I'd only create things that I used in competition. I think it's time time to go beyond that a little bit. I do too. Um, sweetness sweetness is a really great rub. Um, it's based off zero to hero, but it's a no MSG rub, and with just some minor tweaks to zero to hero, remove the MSG and a couple of things, it's a completely different rub. And I'm very proud of it. I need a sauce to complement it. So the first thing was probably going to be a sauce to complement sweetness. Um, from there, I'd like to do some different things. Um, you know, there's a lot, but there's, here's the thing. I have a lot of friends that are from the circuit. There's so many products on the market. They're all really great. All of them are really great. I mean, there are, there are 10 really amazing rubs to any bad rub you run across. And there are 20 really amazing sauces, to any mediocre sauce you might run across. So there's so many, so many, so many great products. It's just a, it's a hard market to continue to crack something into. But uh, there might be a couple things coming. Um, this has been, you know, this year's been strange for everybody. Sure. It's been a really great year to sell barbecue products because folks mm-hmm. are cooking in their backyard. Yep. Um, I think 2021 is going to be similar to that. So uh, th- there'll be probably be a couple things coming that'll be interesting. But, you know, the thing in business, Rod, usually the pie doesn't get bigger. But in the barbecue uh, sector, the pie <laughs> is getting bigger because there's more and more people entering it. You've got more and more young people getting into it. And uh, that's what I like. So, I mean, I'm getting, you know, uh, we get, you know, 20, 25-year-olds that are, they're, you know, they're all cooking on pellets. And they're not they're not interested in fire management, but buddy, they're interested in one thing, that's flavor. 
and um, and that's why I think I think that's what the uh, that's why I'm I'm so excited to be having the store and having you in it and uh, all the the different products that we have that people are people are looking for good solid quality products and uh, your your eat certainly uh, fits that bill it, it certainly into the into the top five that I've got in the store. Thank you very much. I really appreciate that. And I love to hear that young people are getting into this. I think they'll master this craft, and then they'll raise their heads up and look around a little bit and try a different style of cooker just so they can try something different. So yep. that's, that's perfect for the industry, for the business, for competition, for everything, for I, you, for me, for everybody. It sure is. Rod Gray, thank you so much. The time flies. I could talk to you for hours and hours and hours, but we'll get you back on. Uh, next year, when, when when things are changing, we'll get you back on, get an update from Rod Gray, Pellet Envy, and Eat Barbecue. Okay, Rod, thank you so much for your time, and uh, go enjoy your uh, Friday night out there in the middle of a Thanks, bit. Steve. You bet. We'll talk to you soon, Rod. That's Thanks. Rod Thanks Gray, everyone, me. from Kansas, uh, Pellet Envy, Pitmaster. We're going to be right back. We're going to take a short break. You're listening to The Barbecue Show, sponsored by the Owl's Nest Barbecue Supply and Pro Shop in Udawah. You're listening to us on Talk Radio 102.3 WGOW. We'll be right back. You're overwhelmed with information overload. We help you make sense of the news and give you a chance to respond. All opinions welcome. 102.3 WGOW-FM. The reviews have been read and the verdict has been delivered. For value, ease of use, dependability, and great tasting food, the judges. Hey, Steve. Yeah. Hey, we just had. Um, could you hear the music, by the way? Yeah. Okay. Uh, we got John on hold. He just called me in uh, about a minute or two ago. Um, okay. So are you, are you still going to take this next break at at forty? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, yeah, I'll hit it at forty. I sure will. Maybe forty-two, something like oh. that. Okay, as long as because um, we have. I can I can do it because I can keep David. See, I can keep David over on the Facebook side. Okay. 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 All right. So, uh, all right. Round forty. Oh, good deal. Is David on? And and John. Yes, John's I'm on here. The phone. Okay. Okay. Thanks, Joe. Hey, David. Hey, Steve. You'll hear me when I introduce you. So just call four two three eight nine four sixty nine sixty four to learn more here. about C and M disposal. All right. Prescription products require an online consultation with a healthcare provider and are only available if the provider determines a prescription is appropriate. Subscription required. See website for full details and important safety information. Hey guys, good news. The outrageously expensive little blue pill is now generic, which means you can get the prescription medication to treat ED at affordable prices. And Hems makes it extra affordable. You pay just 30 bucks for a month's supply. And right now, get your first online doctor's visit totally free when you go to 4 slash joy. That's right. Free, zero copay, no expensive appointments, no awkward face-to-face conversations to get your prescription. Hems connects you to doctors online who can evaluate you and, if appropriate, prescribe your ED medication. And a pharmacy sends it right to your door. <clears throat> Hems makes it affordable, private, and incredibly easy. Nobody likes dealing with ED. Now, thanks to Hems, nobody has to. And that's really good news. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, 4 slash joy. That's 4 slash joy for your free online visit, F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash joy. 
Prescription products require an online consultation with a healthcare provider and are only available if the provider determines a prescription is appropriate. Subscription required. See website for full details and important safety information. Hey guys, good news. The outrageously expensive little blue pill is now generic, which means you can get the prescription medication to treat ED at affordable prices. And him makes it extra affordable. You pay just 30 bucks for a month's supply. And right now, get your first online doctor's visit totally free. Forhims.com slash radio. That's right, free. Zero copay, no expensive appointments, no awkward face-to-face conversations to get your prescription. Hems connects you to doctors online who can evaluate you and, if appropriate, prescribe your ED medication. And a pharmacy sends it right to your door. Hems makes it affordable, private, and incredibly easy. Nobody likes dealing with ED. Now, thanks to Hems, nobody has to. And that's really good news. To start Facebook your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, forhims.com slash radio. That's forhims.com slash radio for your free online visit. F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash R-A-D-I-O. Talk Radio 102.3. Hey, welcome back to the Barbecue Show. This is Steve Ray. We're sponsored by the Al's Nose Barbecue Supply and Pro Shop. Our number is 423-267-1023. Before we go to our next guest, let's go to John, who's been on line one. John, what's up? Hey, well, glad to hear you again. Uh, let's not have a Dodge Caravan. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> Well, all the stuff that you talked about in the last uh, 30 minutes, does that work on a, um, a gas grill? Y- yes, to some extent, John, you can set up a gas grill to cook offset just by, by, just by um, turning one side on and uh, leaving one side off and keeping the lid closed. You create kind of a convection of it. Yeah. You can cook. You can actually cook low and slow. I did a uh, one of the best uh, beef tenderloins I've ever done in my life was on a gas grill cooking it like that, and it was delicious. Because my wife loves my wife loves the the uh, tenderloin and and everything, mm-hmm. but uh, I just can't seem to cook them right. Well, you, so, know, you know, tenderloin you need to cook it about. They come out tough. Uh, well, if you cook it, if you cook it at about three hundred degrees, uh, uh, it depends on what size of tenderloin you have. If we're talking beef now, you know you're only going to cook it to a hundred, uh, you know, one hundred thirty-five, maybe one hundred thirty-eight degrees, and pull it off and let it rest, and it'll go to one hundred forty, one hundred forty-two, and uh, it'll be a nice medium rare. Um, you might want to try what you might want to try. Now, if, now, with, with, if, go ahead. With that said. You need you need a temperature gauge and stick it in, and because yeah. that's what I, I tend to just burn them. <laughs> <laughs> well, buy a thermometer, John. They're and, not uh, that expensive. We've got we've got instant read thermometers in my store for twenty bucks. That's the most important tool. There's okay. two tools. There's two tools that a professional barbecue person has all the time. It's a thermometer and a cambro. Something to put the meat in to keep it warm. Those are the most in, two most mm-hmm. important tools in a uh, competition cook's uh, trailer, I think. But that's the number one. She used to sell uh, Pampered Chef, and we had some yeah, thermometers that she got, mm-hmm. but uh, it, it didn't seem to quite work. <laughs> well, you know, 
I can't I can't speak to that, but I can tell you the ones that we've got uh, do work. But John, thanks for listening to the show, man. I really appreciate it. And if you're oh, ever out in Newark, come you. by and see us, man. We appreciate it. Hey, real quick, I want to say thank you to Tim Cloud from Flintstone, Georgia. Tim drove all the way from Flintstone up to Utah, and he bought a uh, Green Mountain Grill pizza stone. He's learning to cook pizzas, and I appreciate Tim coming up. And also uh, Al Hargis, my buddy that owns American HVAC, out in Old Wah, he came up today and bought a Green Mountain Grill Davy Crockett, the little small portable pellet-fired grill. So um, the Hargis family will be eating well this weekend on their new Green Mountain Grill. Hey, my next guest, now I'm going to tell you, now he's, he's from right here, y'all. He's right here in our area. He's a competitor. Uh, he's, he is the partner and best known for cooking huge quantities of meat for charities, family, and civic clubs. Three Knox Barbecue was the winner. That's David's team. Was the winner of the 2019 Barbecue Brawl uh, People's Choice Award here in Ottawa. Um, I, I just can't. David Bacon, welcome to the Barbecue Show. How you doing, man? Thank you, Steve. I'm doing well. It's uh, great to be on here. It's certainly a privilege, and I'm honored that you've even uh, asked me to join your show, especially trying to follow a guy like Rod Gray. You know. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, you're 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 in rarefied air there. Um, David, you, you know, you, you when you called me, I was a little, I was a little, little taken aback last week when you called me and, and we talked about that brisket. And then I was taken aback by the fact that you were struggling in brisket with all the meat that you and Lamar have cooked over the years. What, um, what, what was your uncertainty and what was your apprehensions about brisket? Um, you know, I'm I'm going to talk a little bit about uh, something Rod had mentioned, and um, he was talking about patience. Don't don't try to rush it to uh, hurry up and try it and everything. Yeah. And that was kind of where I was. And I had, um, I had more of a, a passion through most of my life with it. When you're slow cooking, that's, that's more of the pork and everything. And, um, beef was more for the grill porks for the smoker type deal and, and everything. So there wasn't really a passion with, uh, with doing brisket as much. And um, and then I started thinking, man, I'm I'm behind. I, I'm far behind on on brisket, and I've got to develop a passion to kind of master this cut of meat also. And that was when um, when I really recognized that uh, I've got to have more patience with it and um, and everything because when you start pulling this large cut of meat off of off of your grill too early um you're you're tough and then when you start cutting too early you're you're bleeding out and everything so uh it was tough it was dry it just it wasn't that great and um so i i really took my time on this one this one was the game changer this one uh i feel accomplished you know (laughs) what i've told a lot of folks about this particular brisket that i just cooked so hey let's don't let's don't jump ahead of ourselves now when you were going you know (laughs) you know i i call my nobody nobody calls me this except myself i call myself the brisket whisperer because i love uh there's nothing more than i love is cooking a brisket and you know i cook the whole packer and i'm kind of a geek david when i go to the store when i go to walmart to get mine uh, i'll look in the um the counter there where they keep it and if I don't see one I like, I go back to the door, and all those guys know me, and uh, they'll let me go back there and, and root through the uh, the cases till I find one that I like. 
when you picked yours out, did you did you do a lot of little searching? Did you move some aside and you know look at them, or did you just grab one and say this is the one? Well, um, oddly enough, typically I'm I'm looking for the right brisket and I'm going through everything they have there. Um, this was this one was different, and uh, when I picked this one up, it you could tell it was it was ready to cook the the wet age on it it, it was flexible in the cryvac mm-hmm. and the marbling on it and everything it, it was just it was perfect did you look and, at, did you look at I the flat it, did you look at the flat and see how thick it was I, I absolutely um the flat and uh that's where the first part of marbling that i noticed was actually in the flat believe mm-hmm. it or not and yeah. i was like man if a flat looks this special uh, let's flip it over and see what our point looks like, which it, you've got a lot more fat, surface fat there on the, uh, on the point. So you can't really see into it, but hey, David, David, hold that I thought. Just hold, the, hold, hold that thought. Right. I want to take a break. I want to take this next break and then you and I, uh, will have plenty of time to get into that meat selection and talk about the, uh, talk about that flat a little bit. Okay. So we just hang on. We're going to take a real quick break. You're listening to, the Barbecue Show, sponsored by Al's Nest Barbecue Supply and Pro Shop in Ottawa on Talk Radio 102.3 WGOW. We'll be right back with David Bacon of Three Knox Barbecue. Stay with us. Don't miss a minute weekdays. Started today. I want to, I want to clear this break, David. So we have plenty $100. Text the national keyword yeah, to 9199. You know what? You know what? Can, uh, everybody watching Winners on Facebook, too. Uh, we don't have Listen to stop today. We, we can really stop the radio This is Steve Rain. For 36 today, years, I've been that oil service at Michelin Tire Direct. We can just take a real quick break. Have served the Udawa and surrounding areas with auto repair, service towing, and, of course, Michelin Tires. Michelin is the industry standard. You can't buy or use a better time. Okay, it, it's hard to hear you over the, yeah, the radio, yeah, but uh, I, I did hear what you keep going. I'm good with that. Steve? Yeah, Joe? Next one at 50? Uh, yes, please. Okay. Thank you. If you're just joining us, you're watching the Owls and Nest on the barbecue you need show. Sponsored all by fuel. We have it the at Nest the Midnight Oil in Ottawa. Call me or Harrison at 643-1111 and get your price on your set of Michelin. That's 643-1111, the Midnight Oil in Ottawa. I've heard it all. The guy at the other tire store said they were as good as Michelin. I'm not going to have this car much longer, so I don't need Michelin. I'd like to have Michelin, but they cost me. Stop being let me assure you there is no tire as good as a Michelin. You need the best tire, and that's Michelin. That's Midnight Oil and We make Michelin tires affordable. Call us Midnight Oil. You can actually listen to the radio broadcast if you Give us your size. Get your price. It's on WGOW.com. Hey guys, good news. The outrageously expensive little blue pill is now generic, which means you can get the prescription medication to treat ED at affordable prices. And Hems makes it extra affordable. You pay just 30 bucks for a month's supply. And right now, get your first online doctor's visit totally free when you go to 4 slash joy. That's right, free. Zero copay. 
No expensive appointments, no awkward face-to-face conversations to get your prescription. Hems connects you to doctors online who can evaluate you and, if appropriate, prescribe your ED medication. And a pharmacy sends it right to your door. Hems makes it affordable, private, and incredibly easy. Nobody likes dealing with ED. Now, thanks to Hems, nobody has to. And that's really good news. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, 4hems.com slash joy. That's 4hems.com slash joy for your free online visit, F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash joy. Prescription products require an online consultation with a healthcare provider and are only available if the provider determines a prescription is appropriate. Subscription required. See website for full details and important safety information. Hey, guys. Good news. The outrageously expensive little blue pill is now generic, which means you can get the prescription medication to treat ED at affordable prices. And Hems makes it extra affordable. You pay just 30 bucks for a month's supply. And right now, get your first online doctor's visit totally free. 4hems.com slash radio. That's right. Free, zero copay, no expensive appointments, no awkward face-to-face conversations to get your prescription. Hems connects you to doctors online who can evaluate you and, if appropriate, prescribe your ED medication. And a pharmacy sends it right to your door. Hems makes it affordable, private, and incredibly easy. Nobody likes dealing with ED. Now, thanks to Hems, nobody has to. And that's really good news. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, 4 slash radio. That's 4hims.com slash radio for your free online visit. F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash R-A-D-I-O. A lot of people pay with debit cards, others deal only with cash. At WGOW, our currency is national keywords. We shell those out every hour for 10 hours. Weekdays starting at 8 a.m. We cash those in for 100 bucks and a shot at $25,000. Text and drive. Complete rules at WGOW.com. No phones. Ultimate entry online. The 25K payday from WGOW. Download the TuneIn app now so you can take the Talk Monster with you wherever you go. Talk Radio 102.3. All right, we're back. The Barbecue Show brought to you by the Owl's Nest Barbecue Supply and Pro Shop. In Ottawa, 423-267-1023. That is our phone number. We're on the line with David Bacon, local barbecue sensation, pitmaster at Three Knox Barbecue, and the absolute best name for a barbecue guy, David Bacon, that was ever invented. All right, David, let's let's, let's pick it back up now. You're looking, you're you're in the store looking for that brisket. Tell everybody how important it is. To make sure that that brisket has a good thick flat on it. Yeah, that's um, your your flat is um, it is to me that's that's the most delicate part of of the entire cut. There, um, to me, you need the thick part of the flat because by the time you get the the fat and everything rendered down. You need the thickness there of that flat to to be able to survive that part of the cook because you're you're going to such a higher temperature and everything to render that fat, you know. So um, the, if if that flat was too thin, then it's just going to fall apart by the time you get that fat rendered and everything, and nobody wants fall apart flat, you know. So um, in order to maintain, for the structure to be maintained, then once you slice it and everything, it, it needs to be thick enough to, uh, you know, to be able to come out of that. Well, you know, David, everybody, um, I think that's where people, 
make their biggest mistake is in selecting a brisket. They'll they'll pick a brisket in the in the flats just not it's just not thick enough to cook, and um, they they'll normally either overcook it or undercook it, and uh, they try to, or they try to cook it, and you know there's just sometimes a piece of meat can't be cooked, you know in, at a low and slow or a, or a barbecue pace. Um, you know, if you get if you get a, a brisket that's just too thin, um, you, you know you're not going to be able to cook it. You might as well just trim it, you know, trim it and throw it away, or trim it for hamburger meat, because you, it's never going to be good. You know what I mean? It's just too thin. Yeah, sure. Do. It's just going to be a big fat glob. So what did you do? Um, <laughs> the, the the method you put it in? Did you uh, inject it? No, no. Um... The uh, the method I did on this one, I chose chose to use the uh, kiss method. Are you familiar with it? Mm-hmm. I know what I know what that stands it's for. It's yeah, the keep it simple, stupid. And mm-hmm. I've overcomplicated brisket in the past, so I kept this one very simple. I was a little aggressive on the uh, trimming and everything because I I wanted to around the decal and everything. I wanted to get a good exposure on the point. Uh, for some good surface bark mm-hmm. and everything, but um, outside of that, I, I went very lightly with just salt and pepper, uh, no injection um, or anything, and just uh, I would have liked to have used pecan and cherry on this. I kind of leaned that way with beef, but I went straight hickory on this one. That was it, and um, keeping it simple, I was able to to concentrate on what I feel like was important for that particular cook that day and um, through my fire management and, and paying close attention to, you know, the high spots and the brisket and everything and making sure I didn't overdo part of this, you know, this part of the brisket before this part was ready or anything, you mm-hmm. know. Which, which, so I kept which, it simple. Which vessel did you cook it on? I cooked it on my HBT Weekender, my 60-inch Weekender. Which is an offset stick burner. Um, Reverse flow, uh that's right. uh And did you cook it fat side up or fat side down? Uh, Fat side down. Okay. All right, you've already done done two things that I didn't recommend, but that's okay. We're still still working on this brisket. Now, when it came to... uh, what what kind of temperature did you cook at? Did you get your brisket up to? I mean, on the cooker rather. Uh, oh, the cooker. I yeah. averaged two seventy five. Okay, yep. so you're pretty. That's pretty hot and fast. I mean, it's pretty, not crazy hot and fast, but it's it's not two forty. You weren't you weren't a, you weren't looking for a twenty four hour cook, were you? No, I sure wasn't. And um, did you cook it in a pan or did you just lay it on the grate? No, right on the rack. Okay. It, it stayed on the rack. And did you face the point towards the uh, heat or away from it? Toward. Okay. So you're, you, you so far you're so far your textbook. Okay. Now, now we're gonna take another real quick break. When we come back, we come back. We're gonna get into wrapping. Okay, David. All right. All right. Sounds so you, good. So just hang on. This is a real short break. So you just hang on. You're listening to the Barbecue Show, sponsored by. The Owl's Nest Barbecue Supply and Pro Shop in Ottawa on Talk Radio 102.3 WGOW. And we'll be right back. Stay with us.
news, sports, weather, right now traffic, and the Chattanooga conversation you crave. Folks you know, taking your comments, no matter where you're coming from, 1023 The Talk Monster. Hey, it's Brian Joyce here for Chattanooga Family Chiropractic. Hopefully you've never experienced back or neck problems, but if you have, it's not fun. The pain can really limit your mobility and how you feel. Sometimes these are chronic long-term problems. Oftentimes you strain or hurt yourself around the house, working out, or even in a car accident. If you have back or neck pain and want to get it corrected, go where I go, Chattanooga Family Chiropractic. Doctors Nathan and Rebecca Warren, they're great. They've kept me moving and feeling great for a lot of years. They treat the whole body. Not just the symptoms of your discomfort. They offer family hey Joe, wellness and prevention, and they treat patients of any age. Call Chattanooga Family Chiropractic, 423-362-5360 to schedule your appointment today. Chattanooga Family Chiropractic, 423-362-5360. And don't miss their radio show Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. They offer listeners special pricing on an initial visit. Chattanooga Family Chiropractic, they're just off Shalliford Road next to Home Depot. Give them a call at 423-362-5360. This is Steve Ray, and for 36 years, my Midnight Oil Service and Michelin Tire Direct have served the Ottawa and surrounding areas with auto repair, service, towing, and, of course, Michelin Tires. Michelin is the industry standard. You can't buy or use a better tire. And with our great prices and values, you'll see just how affordable we make buying Michelin Tires. You buy the tire and pay for nothing else. Mounting, balancing, lifetime rotation, tire repairs, and road hazard, they're all free and included. We have the latest high-tech tire changers and balancers for the perfect installation. We also have all three grades of gasoline without ethanol. For your hot rod mower, weed eater, and your leaf blower, you need non-ethanol fuel, and we have it at the Midnight Oil in Ottawa. Call me or Harrison at 643-1111 and get your price on your set of Michelins. That's 643-1111, the Midnight Oil in Ottawa. I know you've been looking for a place like this, so was I. And that's how the Al's Nest Barbecue Supply and Pro Shop began. The best selection of barbecue rubs, sauces, supplies, and friendly advice in the Chattanooga area. You want a rub that's sweet but not too spicy? You got it. You want a mustard-based sauce? You got that too. Need it? We've got it. At the Al's Nest Barbecue Supply and Pro Shop in Oldowa. It's where Chattanooga goes to barbecue. Prescription products require an online consultation with a healthcare provider and are only available if the provider determines a prescription is appropriate. Subscription required. See website for full details. No. Hey, Steve. Yeah. We'll have about four minutes when we get back, okay? Okay. Is there a red zone tonight? Yes. Okay. I'll chime in when we have one minute to go. All right. Thank you. Free4hems.com slash radio. That's right. Free. Zero copay. No we'll expensive we'll appointments. No awkward we'll face-to-face conversations to get your prescription. We'll Hems overtime. connects you to doctors online Honest, who can evaluate you and, if appropriate, prescribe your ED medication. And a pharmacy sends it right to your door. Hems makes it affordable, private, and incredibly easy. Nobody likes dealing with ED. Now, thanks to Hems, nobody has to. And that's really good news. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address. 4hems.com slash radio. That's 4hems.com slash radio for your free online visit. F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash R-A-D-I-O. We're all ready to put 2020 behind us. What if I told you there's a chance for you to end the year $25,000 richer? Listen weekdays starting at 8. Your chance to win $100 every hour through 5. 
Every winner eligible to win the grand prize of $25,000. The 25K Payday. Listen for the national keyword on WGOW. Text to 95819. For contest rules and details, click WGOW.com. If you're not smiling, then you're not listening to Sport Talk. Quake, 30 years in the air chair. Cowboy Joe, a talk team member for more than 20. Work, 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 work. Afternoons at 3 on Talk Radio 102.3 FM. Talk Radio 102.3 FM, the talk monster. All right, we're back with David Bacon of Three Knox Barbecue. All right, David, how um, at what temperature did you wrap your brisket? Um... I'm trying to remember, Steve, because it was uh, I wrapped it color, oh, and um, color. I I did check because I was kind of um, starting a database, I guess you'd say, on brisket, and I believe I was around 163, 165ish, somewhere right in there. Were you taking in the flat? Where were you? Okay, you were, were you taking temperatures in the flat then, and not the point? I, I did. Okay, that's right. Did you did you monitor the the point any? I, you know, I did, and um, I I heard something in a small, still voice, like a whisper from this guy that knows briskets pretty well, <laughs> and he was like, hey, monitor, or pull that 210 on your brisket, or on the point, and I was like, point? I've, I've never monitored the point, you know, but um, I did on this one, and mm-hmm. um, you had suggested that, and it, I appreciate that suggestion. Now, what did... Um... What did you wrap with? This is, other than fat side up or fat side down, the wrapping of a brisket, and those people listening know that it's one of the most controversial aspects of uh, barbecue brisket. What did you wrap it with? I wrapped it with peach butcher paper. Butcher paper. And I That's said, right. And I said I recommended foil. And uh, Oh, yeah, you told me it would turn out terrible if I used butcher paper. <laughs> I didn't say that. I said it's a mess, <laughs> and it was yeah, you wasn't. Did say it was a mess. It was a mess, wasn't it? No, it 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 wasn't a mess. It was not a mess at all. Now, what what made you pick the the butcher paper, David? Here here's what I wanted. The okay. last couple of briskets that I did, um, I I had developed a good bark, and I lost it in the fall. Uh, I lost the bark that I worked hard for in the fall. And it, it just loosened it back up a little more than what I wanted for mm-hmm. my backyard, you know. Yeah. And um, so I, I knew with the butcher paper I was going to still obtain more smoke and everything. Um, and I wasn't going to take on any more smoke flavor. It it was at its peak. But um, the smoke was going to help finish the bark yeah. up. And um, and it did. It, it did just that. So, so David, One minute, Phil. One minute. Okay. Thanks, Joe. So David, were you, are you looking? Were you looking for a um, a hard, uh, like a hard, crusty bark on your brisket? I, I was somewhat. I mean, I didn't want it so hard that you you couldn't, you know, break through it with a knife or a chisel. But mm-hmm. um, I did want a, a good crusty bark, and um, and I almost a crunch when you bit down into the slice not okay. quite a crunch but almost and and then i wanted it to get into this extremely tender piece of meat but you know between the bark okay i want you to hold on we're going to go into overtime okay we're going to say 
goodbye to all of our listeners on talk radio. But I want you to hang on because we're going to continue the broadcast on the Owl's Nest Barbecue Facebook page. You've been listening, everybody at WGOW. Thank you for listening to us on talk radio. We're here every Friday night at 7, the Barbecue Show. I'm Steve Ray. We'll answer all your barbecue questions. Tell your friends about us. Tell us we're on the air because weekends are for barbecue, and the weekends are for the Barbecue Show right here on Talk Radio. This is Steve Ray, and we'll see you back here next Friday night. The Red Zone is next right here on WGOW. We'll see you Friday. Until then, good night and good luck. All right, you still there, David? I am. All right, good deal. All right, thank everybody. Thanks for all the Facebook listeners and watchers. Uh, thanks for staying with us. We'll still here. Uh, now, David, on this, um, on the brisket, it sounds like um, uh, it, it sounds like you the the biggest thing I think you may have done different was be a little bit more patient uh, with the cook. How many? How many? How long did it take you? To get this brisket done, um, from the time I put it on the smoker until I pulled it off to uh, let it rest, it was ten hour cook time. Wow! And you cooked at two hundred and seventy five yeah. degrees. And how big was that? How big was the brisket? It was right at nineteen pounds before I trimmed. I probably trimmed good two and a half, maybe three pounds off. Mm-hmm. Now, my friend Jeff Rice up in Wisconsin has just sent us a note, David, that says there's nothing wrong with butcher paper. Now, I didn't say there was anything wrong with butcher paper. <laughs> I said I don't use butcher paper because I always feel that it's a, it just gets nasty and oily and messy. And that's why I prefer uh, foil because I like to capture the au jus in it. Mm-hmm. But... um Let's get to the slices. And, and Jeff, thanks for, for listening and thanks for watching up up in uh, Wisconsin. And uh, I, I, I must admit, David, I have wrapped several briskets in butcher paper, and they do they do come out nice. And um, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not adverse to that. It's just foil is my uh, product of choice now. But, but be that as it may. Uh, let's let's talk about when you got it done. Let's talk about the slices, man, and how they looked. Was the uh, now did did you pull it at two ten in the flat, or did you pull it at two ten in the point? In the point, I pulled it at two ten in the point. Okay, did you by chance probe the flat to see how hot it was? I did, and um, surprisingly, it was less than uh, than the point. Uh, really? I was expecting it to be, yep, I, I was expecting it to be a too. couple degrees higher, but it was the other way around. It was, I want to say it was about two, 203 or 204. That's still, that's, that's, that's pretty darn close. Cause remember, I remember I said it would, the, the flat will follow the point. So that's, uh, mm-hmm. that's pretty doggone close. Um, and, now tell us about, you know, normally the, you know, when they, when they serve brisket in Texas, they say, do you want, uh, uh, fatty or do you want lean, uh, which is you know wet mm-hmm. dry? Some people use wet dry, and the, of course the dry being the flat, um, and the slices coming from it. Uh, how was the moisture in the flat? The moisture was good in the flat. Mm-hmm. 
Now, I was talking, I was on the phone with Lamar when I when I first started slicing it, and because um, it was, you know, I ended up going past supper time. That's what I was actually planning to eat for supper Tuesday night, and um, I was like, nope, it's not ready, and I'm not cranking temperatures up. I'm staying patient with this one, I like it. so I, like I came it. I like in and that. cooked something else. Yeah. Okay. But um, but we, uh, I, I was on the phone with him, and about the first third of the way up the flat it was just crumbling and mm-hmm. i said man i've i've overshot but i hit that sweet spot in that flat and it didn't matter the width of my slices i i was trying to stay around a uh, like a number 2 pencil width right and um and i went that way and you know i i would fold it over the uh, knife blade it held. It would pull apart real easy. It was moist, and um, and then I went thinner slices. It stayed together. I went a little thicker. It stayed together. I was like, man, I have nailed my first brisket. I've yeah. nailed it. So I, I was proud of that one. But it took that first third way up on the flat. It was. Uh, I was like, man, I all I'm going to eat off this one's the point. It looks like. And then I finally. Like I said, I hit that sweet spot in the flat, and it just every slice thereafter was perfect. You know, David, I don't think anybody gets those first few slices on a flat that that are that are that are perfect. I think they all crumble because they're so thin. And I think uh, I think yeah. a lot of restaurants probably just cut that right off and put that in their uh, taco mix. Uh, you know, or that's, chili. That, yeah, yeah, and, that, and that's and that's that's a you know that's a great use of it too. Um, when you got up to the point though. Uh, tell me, tell me about how that point was. The point was like the in one of the pictures you had up there a few minutes ago. I was standing beside Carrie Bringle, right, and uh, from Peg Lake Porker. And Carrie Bringle says brisket is not Tennessee barbecue, and I've agreed with him for a very long time. But when I got to this point. I said, this is barbecue right here. This is what the reward of this cook, this particular cook is. It was just, man, it, you would think that I had brisket-colored jello sitting there, the way it, it just kind of bounced around uh, and yeah. the moisture that was coming out of it and everything. It, it was perfect. The jiggle. <laughs> the brisket jiggle. That is. It uh, did, man. That's a beautiful sight, yeah. isn't it? That's a beautiful sight. It sure sight. is. And that Jeff, uh, Jeff, Rice, uh, Jeff Rice up in Wisconsin brought up a good point in the chat room that um, you don't have to wrap a brisket. No, you don't. You don't have to wrap a brisket at, at all, Jeff. You're exactly right. It's just um, some people call it a crutch. I just like to power through the stall. Um, that's the way I was taught. And, uh, and, every, um, and I've, I've just cooked so many like that. I, you know, I don't like to... You know, David, the thing about it is whether you use foil or you use paper, there's no right or wrong way. Whether you do it fat side That's up, right. fat side down, and I like to kid about the fat side up and fat side down thing. But as long yeah. as you, as long as you find a procedure and a method that, um, um, you, you know, you can work with and you can duplicate at will, and that's what I that's what I like to do on my briskets. I can. I can take a brisket, I can put it on my my cooker, set the temperature of what I usually sell, set it for, 
and I can duplicate that cook pretty much at will, unless something funky with mm. the meat or something like that, or unless I got a, a you know, just a lousy flat or, you know, too much, uh, too much fat, or if I didn't trim enough off. Um, get it back. We'll, and, and we'll, you know, I appreciate everybody staying with us. We got a lot of people watching, Dave, because brisket is, you know, you know, David, it's the holy grail of barbecue. I think that and the whole hog. Um, if you can, um, mm-hmm. if you can confidently walk up to a a, bri- uh, a naked brisket sitting there on the, the the counter that hasn't been trimmed, and you can grab your knife and just start going towards it without any fear or uh, worrying about making a mistake. It's just like walking up to a whole hog. Um, you know, you just know what to do with it. You know, it doesn't intimidate you. I think I think you'll be a better a better cook of that protein. Do you think that too? Oh, absolutely. I, I sure do. And um, going in with um, with with confidence, um, that confidence takes a minute to build, you know. Mm-hmm. And you've got to learn your smoker and and everything. And don't overcomplicate things, but do the parts you know well and be willing to adjust if you need to. And um, yep. you, you know, on the on the things you don't know well. And you you will achieve it. And I I want to say one more thing about Kerry Bringle. One of the things he told me, as a matter of fact, when that picture was taken, I had asked him. I said, "Hey, we're uh, my buddy Lamar and I. We're 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 going to start competing. You you got any words of wisdom you'd like to give?" And he said, "Yeah, when it's not fun anymore, quit." <laughs> and I said, "Really?" He said, "Yeah, go in and do it for the fun." And uh, man, he's right. You oh, know, man, if, if you can't have fun at it, and if it's a job and that you don't enjoy doing, your your product's not going to be what it should. It's, it's you got to you got to have love. You know. <laughs> yeah, you you do. You have to have a love for barbecue, a love for for competing. I mean, I, I love it. I love competing at every level, whether it's you know one of our silly little contests that we have down here in Ottawa, or a uh, a World Food Championship, or a a KCBS event. Uh, I love cooking them all. I mean, I, I love it. I absolutely love competition barbecue, but I also like yeah. cooking for my friends and uh, cooking for events like you guys do. You, you know, the amount of meat that you and Lamar cook sometimes just astounds me, and as often as y'all do it, because um, yeah. it's just incredible the the amounts of food that y'all cook for all these civic organizations, for your churches, for your uh, your your clubs that y'all are in. Um, Y'all are, you know, you're you're good at this, and I know, I know, you know, you look at, you know, you look at sixty pork butts, and you go, that, that that's nothing, that's no hill for a climber, you know, let's just get it done. No, and uh, I bet you feel that same way. That's the way I feel about a brisket. We did, we did twenty two briskets for an event we had last summer, here in Ottawa, and it, mm. and people go twenty two briskets. I said, yeah, and uh, I loved every minute of it, and it didn't it didn't intimidate me, and. And by golly, everyone came out good except that little teeny lousy one that I had back in that left corner of the smoker that turned into a hamburger. But uh, other than that, oh. other than that, um, man, every one of them turned out great. And uh, I, I just love doing them. Isn't that weird? You get, you get, yeah, you get, you just get, you get into one meat. You know, it's kind of strange, isn't it? But um, that's it. I, it can I, be, but it, it's good. And there's there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. We. Uh, we get in, um, we, we kind of get in zones and, um, we did a fundraiser just, I think it was about three weeks ago. And, um, 
we uh, this has become an annual fundraiser. This is one we raise money to buy a service dog for a PTSD veteran. Mm-hmm. We've bought eight so far by people's love of barbecue and um, selling pork butts to get there. We cooked 1,400 pounds of pork butts and um, just, you know, in, in one day. And um, so you, you get in that zone, you know what's got to happen, when it's got to happen. It all just flows and it's yep. rewarding anyway because you're doing such a good cause. But here's what the most – well, that that is the most rewarding part. The charity side is the most rewarding part. But there's reward in it also. I, the majority of these bites that we sell are from the repeat customers that we have. And um, they they appreciate what we're doing, but they can enjoy – what they're getting out of it too, you know. Right. And man, that's that's the best compliment in the world is for not to sell the first one, but to sell, you know, the seventh, eighth, ninth one down the road to the same guy, and, mm-hmm. and that's that's awesome. Yeah, when so. they, when they come back because they, you know, like when they say, I, I can't wait till y'all have another cook or something like that, it does make you feel good. David Bacon, thank you so much for being with us. Three Knocks Barbecue. Your partner Lamar chimed in on chat. Uh, Hashtag Three Knox Nation. And uh, I love it. I love every minute of it. But I appreciate you being on the show, David. You were great. And I'm glad that brisket turned out. And um, and I know you and I and Lamar and Jeff and Frank, and uh, we'll all get together again and we'll, we'll be cooking something real soon as soon as this uh, yeah, situation as soon as this situation gets under, gets under control. Hopefully in the spring we'll crank up some more contests up there at Cambridge Square. Yeah, for sure. Steve, I appreciate you asking me to be on the show. It's uh it was a privilege to be on tonight's show, especially oh, with Rod Gray and and everything. And if if we've interested anyone in uh what we're doing, you can find us on Facebook or Instagram at Three Knox Barbecue and uh like our pages and feel free to ask us any questions anytime. You got it, David. Thank you so much. All right. Mm-hmm. Thank uh, you, Steve. Thank you so much. Cut him off, uh Aaron, if you would. Everybody, thanks for watching. Rod Gray, thank you so much for being on the first part of the show. David Bacon, thank you so much for being on the second part of the show. Uh, We will be back here next Friday night at 7. Uh, Joe Varner in the studios at WGOW doing the radio side. Aaron Carver here with me doing the Facebook side. Jeff Maxwell at his house monitoring the chat. And I'll be the conduit with all these guys putting the show together for you. Hope you enjoyed it, and I hope you'll join us next Friday. Uh, Friday night here on the barbecue show sponsored by the Owls Nest Barbecue Supply and Pro Shop. And we are open tomorrow. We open at 8 o'clock for all your barbecue needs in the area. Come to the Owls Nest Barbecue Supply and Pro Shop. It's where Chattanooga goes to barbecue. And until uh, next Friday night, good luck. Let's see. No, it's um, good night and good luck. That's what Edward R. Murrow used to always say. Play the end, Aaron. Let's get out of here.